Hello everyone and welcome back to the Divorce Dad Diaries. This is episode 3, Roles and Responsibilities. And I'm your host, Stéphane Jutra. So before we start, I was really curious to see if anyone knew or remembered, and again, no judgment about how old you are or even how old I am, uh, if anyone remembered uh, what the sound clip that inspired the title of episode 2 was from. Actually, a little hint, it's a uh, an older TV show, I would say. So I really thought that uh, that sound clip was really quite apropos, especially since we spent most of the episode talking about statistics and numbers and how we might fit in in there. So for those who did a bit of research, yes, this was from an old uh, British sci-fi TV show called The Prisoner, which started airing in 1967. So for the record, that was before I was born, but again, during those years and even when I was born there wasn't as many shows and selection as we have today so we pretty much watched whatever was on TV so this was a show that I really really enjoyed it was again one of their couple of sci-fi shows that were there quite interesting too so if anyone knows about it or actually watch an episode and I think the first ones was actually also in black and white you'll notice that there was a lot of special effects at the time and we made a lot of improvements from those days to today as far as special effects went. But the premise of it was quite interesting and that's the reason why I actually loved it. Thinking that this was actually done 50 years ago (laughs) puts everything in perspective. So back to this week's topic, roles and responsibilities. So when I first looked at the topics I wanted to talk about, this one definitely made the list. And I realized that it was quite an important one after spending like a few years going through my separation. This is something that's very different for every relationship. So what I did, I started looking around me and looking at friends, families, people I know, just to see what type of roles were there and how they would take care of the various responsibilities in their relationships. So funny enough, I kind of ended up with two different groups, if you want. Now, there's the first one, either the roles and responsibilities were well-defined at the beginning of the relationship. So basically sitting down and discussing about who's doing what, who's taking care of what, and what's the role of each of the partners in the relationship. So it's clear at the beginning of the relationship and there's no place for interpretation. Again, it's something that can change and definitely something that will change, which is good to kind of revise whenever it's whenever necessary. And I think that's another key in a relationship when you go like that way. I think you have to keep in your head that it's not set in stone. So it doesn't mean that you sat down and decided that this time I work and you stay at home or I decide to take care of planning the activities and you take care of paying bills, that this has to stay the whole time of the relationship. I think the key here and like everything else is communication. And what you see often in relationships is people getting frustrated because they're stuck in a role and and they just basically get frustrated instead of just sitting down with their partner and decided to kind of open up that discussion again and talk about it. I know in my case, it was a little bit like that. We talked about it a couple of times and uh, maybe we should have talked about it more often. One thing to keep in mind is uh, sometimes the the person doesn't realize that the other person is frustrated or alienated in, in what they're doing. And it's key to say it. Because sometimes you go and, you know, you get into a fight and this comes out and it's like, okay, well, why wasn't that brought up before? The key here is, is those roles and responsibilities. Even though you set them at the beginning, it's important to kind of sit down and think, revisit them throughout your relationship just to make sure everybody's still happy and everybody's still on track on that one. That's the f- kind of the first group that you see. 
Then there's another group of people. Basically, nothing is really set. Having a relationship, it just go. They just go with the flow. So there's nothing really.、Um, you know, there's no roles and responsibilities. They're both kind of working together and taking whatever comes. So might be if there's a bill to pay, can be either one that takes it and pays it. If there's an activity to be planned, there's either one will do it. So there's nobody that's really fully responsible for something. It just goes back and forth. And I think that's actually, in my opinion, and from my experience also, that's a bit dangerous, obviously, because you don't know where you're going really. So it's just. It's kind of nice at the beginning of a relationship when everybody's happy and everybody wants to do everything, but at some point,、uh, also people get frustrated because it's like, why didn't you do this? I was expecting that for you, but no, no, no. Why would I do it? And things like that. And you still have, you still, you start having some arguments on that part. And this, you could almost kind of compare that to、uh, when you get a job, right? When, when you apply for a job, sometimes job description, everything, the roles and responsibilities are very clear. You know what you'll be doing when you start your job. You know exactly what you're doing, and obviously it changes a little bit. And if it changes, you can sit down with your boss and say, "Listen, you know, I know I've been doing this, but can I do that?" And same thing with your boss might sit down with you and say, "Okay, now your role will change, and your responsibilities also will change." But at least there, there's communication open, and and that's how it should go. But sometimes there's other job that I've seen too. Same thing. There's no really. There's not really any job description. It's kind of high level. You talk about it. You end up getting the job, and you're not really sure what you should be doing in that job. So what you do is you kind of look around, look at what people do, and what maybe they expect you to do, and you start doing it until someone <laughs> turns around and say, "Well, why are you doing this? Or you shouldn't be doing this? Or you should be doing something else?" So that's what might usually happen. Or even though, or even at some point. Your boss might、uh, call you in his office,、uh, in their office, and just say like, "This is not your role. Why are you doing that?" And you have a discussion about that, and eventually it will catch up to you in a job. Same thing as、uh, being in a relationship; it will catch up to you if things are not well defined, at least. And like I said, it doesn't have to be forever, but at least having regular discussion about that, and if there's any changes, to have an open communication. So, if I take myself for example. When we first started going out, I was a student, and she actually had a job, so nobody really had any money. I finished school, got my first job. She went back to school, continued working for a bit, and、uh, at that time, the roles and responsibilities kind of switched. So I was the one with the job, she was the one at school, and I was the one taking care of the of the money and things like that. So. Really, at that point, the goal was really to get some money to pay for the expenses and anything else we wanted to pay for, and just enjoy life. That was the goal at that point. We actually moved in quite quickly to save some money, and basically, we told ourselves that we, you know, we better know if we were compatible、uh, at that point soon enough. So that was the reason to moving in. So we moved in, and、uh, we had some discussion again about roles and responsibilities and how we do it. So at that point, for example, we decided to put our money together for simplicity. I think it was just having two bank accounts, and again, some you know, I, I was starting working. She was going back to school, and before she was working, I think for everything it was a lot more simpler to put、uh, the bank accounts together. And again, at that point, I started slowly taking care of the the finances. Also, one one key thing I think that I learned and. That's also really important with your relationship. Is also to be honest with the roles and responsibilities. Sometimes you might 
I mean, you you really have to tell your partner what you want to do, what you want them to do, and what you feel like doing, and what you don't want to do. Just just to be honest, because what happens sometimes is again, if you go and say that one thing is okay and it's not really, that also causes a lot of frustration during the relationship, and that will come out and ex explode at some point. <laughs> Because we're just human and, and and we'll get frustrated throughout the years. So I think that's one thing that's important too. And the other thing to keep in mind as well is, is when you discuss roles and responsibilities is sometimes you have constraints that you cannot change. So I'll give you an example. So at the beginning of our, our relationship, my wife wanted to go back to school. And of course, I was the one I had a new job. So I was the one working. So she was going to school out of town. And we had to sit down and discuss how we would deal with that and what will happen. And, you know, we had an apartment here and she had to go out of town for a little while to finish her degree. So, so we had to sit down and discuss. And obviously there was some constraint there. It was out of town. <laughs> and uh, so she had to be there during the week. And during the week I had to be here to actually work. So even though ideally uh, we would have loved to see each other like every day or be together that wasn't possible at least at the time so we sat down and and came up with again roles and responsibilities saying okay you work for the next year uh, until I finish my degree and we see each other during the weekend and since I was working I was paying for stuff and of course she was studying and just focusing on on finishing her degree that was pretty clear and again you had to work with those constraints there's nothing really else that you can do there's always other options, obviously, could have moved out of town too, get a job and things like that. But I already had a new job, which was paying pretty well. So we all set on that point. And then when she came back, she started working as well again, and we're both working. So we had to, again, sit down and talk about, okay, how does that change the different responsibilities that we have and what we do? So we had another discussion about we both work. So uh, how does that work and how do we manage and taking care of paying bills? How do we do that? How... So we had sat, we sat down and discussed about that. Again, there was constraint as well. It would have been nice that we would both work nine to five, that we could actually have dinner together uh, every night at six, which would have been ideal. But it wasn't possible because we had different schedule. And at the time, too, it was a new job. For example, I was traveling. I was actually paid overtime for the travel. So trying to get some money to buy a house. So that actually changed. Then what happened with work? We basically, we got married. And uh, after that, I had a contract out, out of the country. So we decided to both move there for, it was a contract for almost a year. We also had to sit down again and talk about the roles and responsibilities. We would go there. Uh, I would be working. Discussion where that you would get a work permit and try to find something there temporarily to at least work a little bit and, and you know, keep busy while I was working, traveling a bit. So that was the idea. And I obviously travel a little bit, enjoyed being in Europe. So that was part of the plan as well. So that was another example. Uh, and there's a few, there's a few like that. I could probably go on for uh, couple of hours but there's a few like that there's things that you cannot um there's constraint and things that you would like for example even with the kids having dinner all together as a family which i think a lot of people find important i find important as well but the nature of things uh, the work and everything makes it very difficult even when you have a nine to five job to get home let's say by six to be able to have dinner with the family when you have like commute to do and 
and sometimes a bit of overtime depending what type of work you do so it makes those uh, those things very hard to do and you can have discussion and it gets again there's a lot of frustration that might come out of that and there was on that point but realistically that's how it was and again at the end of the day you have to sit down and discuss what's more important at the end of the day and we'll say okay the relationship definitely is important and the kids are important but at the same time you have to pay <laughs> you have to pay for the said kids and the family and take care of the family and that's your role so so that's something that's also to keep in consideration that it would be nice to find maybe a job that you're there for dinner but if it's less paid it might be worth it but at the end of the day does it work right can you live and pay things like that so again those are the type of discussion i'm sure a lot of people have i did and some arguments coming out of that but again it goes down to roles and responsibilities you know it's easy when the role that's set is to for example stay home with the kids and the other person his role or her role is to how i thought at that point and like i just said before you know everybody we both had different uh, roles and responsibilities and things to take care of and i think uh, it was maybe difficult to put the other person's hat on and think how you know feel and realize how they they feel and some you know everybody has pressure and di different type of pressure but obviously in my case for example uh, the pressure was on me to to bring the money and make sure again we had a house and trying to live well and, and so and a kid and things like that so it's difficult on my side to say you know what I'll leave that job that's paying well uh, even though I have to work hard and sometimes long hours but you kind of look a bit long term and but at the same time you have the pressure I mean that's how I felt that I had the pressure of providing and I think we might talk about you know about the the role of a provider really and that's kind of a typical i guess role of the man provides but it could be opposite too i know a lot of relationship as well that it's the opposite it's the woman that actually actually makes more than the man and some and it's the same story on their side too and sometimes that's hard to understand for the other person for example if the other person stays home i mean their reality is staying home with the kids taking care of the kids which is really an extremely hard and busy job but it's a different type of pressure and sometimes you don't realize you know how you don't consider the other person's pressure uh, as as sometimes as important as yours so for you priority is your kids and the family and everything for the other person maybe the priority is making sure to provide for that family and making sure that everybody has a roof over their head and everything is paid and and things like that so so which one is right and which one is more you know more important again that's very debatable and that's when I think you kind of sit down and discuss, but you can get, I know in our case, you can get very emotional at time because sometimes it's hard to understand the other, the other person's point of view. And I'll take on my side, the blame on definitely. <laughs> I mean, sometimes again, maybe that's why I, that's the way I think. And, and when we had those, this discussion, I was definitely, like I said, knowing that it was a definitely a long and tough job on the side, on, on her side to stay home, for example, with the kids when the kids were younger, but at the same time, maybe I didn't fully understand how, how she felt and the same as maybe she didn't fully understand how I felt on my side, which had also some pressure and, and responsibilities towards, uh, towards our family. Sadly, uh, everybody cannot do the same thing, you know. Ideally, we both stay home and just uh, enjoy the family and stay with the kids and enjoy every minute of it. 
but sadly that cannot happen unless you have a lot of money or you're rich so yeah that's maybe something that could be done but besides that that's hard to do and again some other relationship both people more and more i guess the majority even now i think more and more people work so that also brings up uh, other issues but by both working and providing i think yeah that brings up other issues like you start feeling guilty not being home uh, with the kids and with the whole family and it's kind of both sides it's difficult to juggle my job versus your job which job is more important <laughs> And uh, if something happens, what do you do? Who's responsible to bring the kid to the doctor? Because I work and you work. And so, so that's another complete set of problems. So I guess every type of relationship, if it's partner stays at home or both are working or none are working, every type of relationship have their challenges. And I think that's where it's important to sit down and have an honest discussion about how we deal with that. And really, I think the key word here is honest. Uh, not just saying things just to say things or saying, yeah, yeah, everything is good. And it's not because, again, at the end of the day, it will come up and it will explode. And that's where like argument starts. And that's where, again, it's, it's basically the family life that gets impacted. And at the end, not only the kids, but the adults and everybody gets impacted in there. So I think it's important to be to have a little discussion and, and really be honest about what you want to do and the roles and responsibility and sit down and try to find the best way forward. Again, the best way forward doesn't mean it's the ideal way, but it's the best way forward with what you have and the constraint and everything else. So, and thinking a bit about uh, in the future too, maybe, you know, you've sacrificed a couple of years doing something you don't want to do, uh, traveling, for example, and being away from the family more, you sacrifice those years just so that the quality of life for your family is better and providing them fun things. Or maybe you decide to get a job that pays less and, for example, less traveling and spend more time with the family, but at the same time, you know, living more modestly and uh, a bit more kind of cost conscious, and, but enjoying a bit more the family life. So I guess, again, there's no, there's no uh, perfect formula for that. I think, again, it all goes down to communication and every couple uh, come up with the best way for themselves. So, so bottom line, if I look at relationships or my relationships, probably what ended up happening too is we define some roles. They change a little bit here and there, but I think what mainly happened is we both had our role and she played a role and I played mine. And uh, really, neither of us really made much effort to be partners during that time. What happened and what really, I believe, started as good intentions on that front really ended up turning kind of a bit more toxic and resentful basis for the marriage. So we had good intention on that. Sometimes you focus a bit too much on your role. I think uh, the grass always looks greener on the other side, right? I mean, as we we're talking about before, the, about the roles, well, the other person's role seems always be more more fun or uh, sometimes hard to understand or yeah maybe not hard to understand but it requires an effort from each partner to kind of understand the role of the other person as well and what they're doing and why they're doing it as well and that's why i was saying before that i thought about it and I think, and reading a bit also on the topic, and, and, and I think the key here is, again, uh, the partnership that you have between between the two. So, I mean, it might look a lot of fun that your wife or husband stays at home with the kids because they have, you know, they take care of the kids, but they take some naps and they have fun and, and they don't have to go anywhere. 
when in reality it's really not that way it's a, a lot of effort and and work on their side to basically raise children which i would even say like even a more way than actual work so and at the same time the other side might look often i think i got the comment because i was doing some traveling that it's so much fun and you go visit some countries and you travel and you leave your family alone that's the thing that was a bit disappointing is that you don't really see the other side of it that for example traveling involves leaving your family just going away going far away and also the traveling for example my part meant many 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 hours of work and non-stop not much sleep just working and not really enjoying uh, the travels or anywhere i was so from the outside world it looks very exotic and very fun but at the end of the day when you really you put the other person's shoe and you really kind of dig down and see uh, what they do someone said one day and i guess a lot of people say that their perception is reality right so i think that's exactly what's happening is you look at the other person and again what you see uh, the snippets that you see you take that as reality which is usually pretty far from reality when you start digging down a little bit more so if i look at uh, on my side how the roles and responsibilities started uh, i think i mentioned it we we sat down i won't but we sat down a couple of times relationship uh, to discuss about the roles responsibility uh, obviously on my side i mean i was always kind of the more logical in the relationship so things have to make sense right so we're in a relationship again there's obviously at the beginning maybe no kids but there's the other person to take consideration there's if you have kids the kids take into consideration and the money so those are kind of the main the main roles and main things to take care of and i was the one that always kind of taking care of money i really felt the stress of money and making sure that nobody missed anything during the whole relationship and i think that was maybe also one of the big problems that uh, came out and basically grew over the years is as much as we had arguments and on my side my view was and my role was to take care of the whole family and that's what that what always the number one priority and to do that i mean there's some sacrifice that had to be made obviously we still have bills to pay and a house and a mortgage and cars and and all the things around you know we traveled and we did a bunch of stuff so so that was nice for the family and and everybody being together and happy but at the end of the day this was always adding a stress on my side because obviously we had to pay for all that and we were not rich <laughs> and I had a decent job but again I wasn't making crazy salaries and had to uh, to try to manage all this and as much as it looks maybe easy from the outside when you don't know what everything what happens well from the inside it, it's not and that's been a stress that's been uh, on me for years pretty much the whole time of my marriage the day that we got a divorce and the day we separated uh, it was kind of this huge weight that got off my shoulder for the first time i guess in my <laughs> probably adult life i felt kind of free in a way that not that i had more money i actually had a lot less than before but that pressure of having to make sure that everything is taken care of for everybody uh, kind of lifted away and at this point it was basically me and the kids and i was to make the decision and i was to take care of this 
without having to always argue about every move or every little thing that's been done. And again, that was my role during the whole relationship. The same thing as if you talk to my uh, ex, it's the same thing. Our role at some point uh, we had discussed and she wanted to stay home with the kids and that was what she wanted to do. And she was never really interested in the money thing. And and basically my feeling was it was all on my shoulders. So there's just a bank card out there and that's it. And uh, to make sure that there was always kind of money there, that things were getting paid. And if not, try to manage how they will get paid and try to plan everything. And, and did I do a good job of it? Ah, I don't know. I, I mean, we had debts like anybody else. And I think, uh, did it uh, get out of control? Not necessarily. But obviously you have like this, depends of how you are, but you have kind of this mentality, at least my mentality of enjoying life. And when you're young, not to wait when you're old and you have all this money in the bank that you saved and you can't even enjoy it. So that was that. So, but at the same time, like I said, we never kind of sat down there and started counting pennies. We never had to, but at the same time, I was the one with the stress and the pressure to make sure that everything adds up and everything works out. And that's something that, again, that's hard to see maybe. And that was one of the problems when we talk about responsibility and roles from each side. And sometimes the grass is greener on the other side. It might have seemed that everything was good and all I had to do was, you know, to pay the bills and that's it. But it was never that easy and things would come up and stuff. So from the other person's point of view, looking towards me, maybe it looked like, oh, well, we're just spending and everything is good and everything is easy. But when you start digging up, you realize how it is maybe it's my fault too as a guy you know you try to protect everybody not to uh, stress out uh, the whole family and everything so it, maybe it was also part of my fault to kind of keep it on my side at times and just trying to deal with it by myself instead of opening up and say hey, listen how how do we do it the other thing is sometimes you might also open up and it happened as well you open up and i mean you need to have the other person interested in it and uh, want to help on that front and sometimes the other person doesn't want to help sometimes they don't know how to help thank you again for joining me for the episode three and of course if you have any comments and you want to reach me please feel free to email me at the divorcedaddiaries at gmail.com you can also go on my facebook page the divorce dad diaries and also the twitter if you want to reach me which is at divorce diaries can be reached on Instagram as well. So please feel free to send me messages, emails, or comments about the show, or again, things you want to hear about, things you want to talk about, things you don't agree, and things you love. So please, please, please just don't hesitate. And as well, uh, if you don't mind taking a second to go uh, on Apple Podcasts to give me a rating and leave me a little review as well, uh, that would be really, really appreciated. Really appreciated. So thank you again for spending that time with me and see you next week. Bye-bye.